right. Ole, ole. Welcome to the World Soccer Show. Eric Dash, Alex K. Alex K? Alex C. Almost. C. I got to change my last name. Just make something up, Eric. Alex. Alex. Good right. look at Alex with a really fine $10 haircut. He looks yeah. very good right $5. now. $5. And Bob Long, of course, uh, here. We are here at the uh, Villa Capri Saturday morning. Excellent. We got to see the Manchester Derby, which ended uh, in, a, in a wonderful 2 1 uh, Manchester City win. Great game, great match. Uh, lived up to the hype. First half was great. Didn't get to watch the whole second half because I was in route here. But it was 2-1 at halftime. It ended 2-1 City. So I guess I watched a good half of the game, okay? Great game. Great to see Mourinho lose. The best part is of the game, guys, if you saw it. Um, uh, what's his name? You can help me. How about the coach of City? The, the coach of City. Guardiola. Pep, Pep Guardiola. Pep. Pep. So Pep's got the ball. Did you see this part? And, Pep's and Rudy got the, tried to take Pep's it. Pep's got That's the ball. Right. Rudy goes to get the ball. Pep's like putting it behind his back. Rudy's like grabbing him. He looked like he was going to power slam him into the ground. So, of course, Mourinho loves that stuff. He just goes nuts on the sidelines. What, two guys going at it? That's yeah, what Mourinho likes? Yeah, he just okay. sees any kind of altercation. Boom, he was right there. Okay. So, uh, so we have a guest here. Why don't we introduce our guest? Because I'm doing really good with the names right now, you Bob. Do. So I think Go I'll ahead, Eric. Take it off. This Take is Bill. Off. This is this Bill. is Manchester. Hey, is it Man U? Manchester U? Bill? Man U. Um, it's a good game. I would have loved to see F Man U win, but uh, that's a good game. But uh, yeah. that was Pep's fault, by the way, taking that ball. He, it was Rooney's ball to begin with. Rooney does not own the ball. It was a throw-in. It was in the game. No, you're right. It was. <laughs> but you know, Mourinho just like totally loves that crap. He oh, loves he, he loves it. How do you like him, man? How do you like him? You know what? I, I do like him. I think he's what we need right now. Um, yeah. We've had two years of, three years of stagnant, and I think he, his, his style of football is good for this club. Give me six weeks. You'll want him out, I'm sure. <laughs> Give it a little time. Right? Wait till the weather starts getting cold. It's still Indian summer. Well, right now he's, yeah. uh, he's controlling himself. He's been good. I didn't know you felt that way, Eric. I always thought you were a Jose, Jose Mourinho, Mourinho guy because, no, no, well, you, no. you kind of defended him when I used to rip him back well, when he I, was with Chelsea. Well, I don't. You Even know, when they were doing well, well wait, and I was to, ripping him. You have him. to realize I've got to see his act a little longer now. Since Fair then. enough. And, you know, his act, he's a great coach to have for a year, year and a half. So sure. you're in the first year. It's perfect. Hey, look, you get me Pogba and uh, what's his name with the ponytail? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. They, they had the yeah. best offseason you can have. Yeah, you get me those guys. Oh, he spent a heck of time. Yeah, you get me those Pogba, guys. Man. I bet I could be oh, You know what? When, when you're man, yeah. you, you can do that. Sure, yeah. you, you can. You know, there's yeah. four or five clubs. That's a drop in the bucket to them. He's already paid for it in shirt sales. Yep, yep. You can't, but you can't like um, what went down today at Old Trafford, though. That could not have been an easy pill to swallow because. This was kind of going to be their coming out party, you would it was think. A come out, it was a yeah. good game, though. It was an exciting game. It opened up. Um, unfortunately, you know, the man they paid all the money to, Pogba, was non-existent. He was, well, they were talking about the, the, the... It seemed that what City was employing on their defense, which isn't, you know, with the coaching that they have, is not a surprise, is you've got to keep those guys well-marked and keep them... They're, they're very good with the balls. Latin and Pogba are very good with the ball. You keep the ball... I mean... Do you remember it was 2 nothing right before half? And you, you, you pinched that goal back, which looked like it was going to turn the whole game around. And, and it didn't. I, didn't. I didn't get to watch the second half, but it seems like I didn't miss a real lot. Probably missed plenty, but score-wise, I didn't miss anything. But it seemed to me that, you know, they were, they were flipping out as how badly United looked. The announcers of the game, if you were listening to the announcers, 
They weren't happy. They said Mourinho's going to go nuts. Probably said he's going to break China glasses. I don't know. Some kind of English terminology. But he was going to really get mad and break some walls and stuff like that. You know. Well, it was yeah. tail two halves this game. The first half, I agree, Man City dominated. I would love to have known what Mourinho said at halftime because obviously it worked. Um, they came out and they dominated the second half. It was tail two halves. Unfortunately, there was no goals in that in that domination, but it was exciting. Was it? You know, fan. I think I'd be glad to hear that. What did? Uh, what did the great one, I say that with the, the air quotes, what did the great one do to, uh, to uh, change the tide? Well, what I think was the biggest thing was he brought Rashford in. And right. I honestly thought, should have thought he should have started the game. Right. Um, instead, they started Lingard, who I like, but he's not the pace of Rashford. Rashford changed the pace of the game from the beginning, from the second half on. And that, that was big. Uh, he, he made another move. Um, he took off... Uh, their new player, I forget how to pronounce the name. Mkhitaryan. Yeah. yeah. Who was it? From BVB. Yeah. Oh. And they brought Eric Herrera Mkhitaryan. in. They brought Herrera yep. in. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, but the, the big sub, I think, was Rashford coming in, you know, for Lingard on that. And they came close? They came close in the second half? Oh, they came you? close. In fact, uh, Clattenburg, I, I, he could have called one. You know, he had two penalty shots. He could have called. He should have called one of them. Um, but it was a close game. It was Poor a good Mark game. Clattenburg. You know, poor Mark Clyburg, whenever he's there, you just know there's going to be a problem. I mean, the guy just looks like, okay, when's it going to fall on me? Because it's gone. Yeah. He, he was afraid. He, you know what? He sucked his whistle in this game. He could have called some. He didn't. But that's the game. No. And, and it was a good game. It was our first loss. You're not going to go the season with undefeated. Let's face it. It's EPL. It's the best league in the world. It is. You know, it's a, it's a strong, hard-fought game all year long. And I believe you pinched the, the week before, two weeks before, Hull City, you pinched three points when you should have. It would look like it was going to be one, so, you know. Yeah. Nine, so you got nine points out of 12. That's yeah. not bad. Ah, well, fact, how hey, compared to the last three years, we'll take that. No, no. I mean, Sir Alex is a once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah. Uh, you moved on from, uh, you know, I guess they gave him a fair chance. Do you believe? Uh, now you got the, the highest-profile coach probably in the world, manager. So, you know, you have uh, – I just don't – you know, I, I don't like I – mean, how – can't you just see him and Rudy having problems down the road somewhere? So far, they're uh, copacetic, as and, you say, but we'll, we'll see thing. what happens in two or three weeks from now. How about Ibra? Same thing. I'm got, yeah, well, I'm guessing let's these say, guys, Pogba, you're going to have issues. Yeah, you, you, you're going to have issues. And that's, that's the nature of a big league team like that. It's any team. You have a lot of egos in the team. Um, the goal, the, the ringleader is the manager. And he's got to do it. Hopefully, he keeps doing what he's doing. It's a great call because the ringleader is what he kind of is. Yeah. Well, he's a very high. I mean, look, the guy is nothing but interesting. They opened up the wild. It's like any team that, that Mourinho comes into, they always do this. This is not just. But the point is, it's your team. I'd be happy as heck. Please, how can you not be happy with, with those two guys coming in? Exactly. I, it's, you're right. It's four games in. It's a tenth of the season. It's very early. Not even, not even if you look at the Champions League and stuff. But what do you think of uh, what do you think of Wayne Rooney? Just before we leave this match, I to me he when I first really got into soccer, Bob, when we started the show like five six, he was the, he was the shit. Wayne Rooney, Rooney was the guy. I don't know. To me, he seems to be an, an underachiever, but he still seems to carry that like uh, high on the throne kind of role in England and with United. So he obviously's got the chops. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't get replaced. I, let's know. face it. I'm wearing a Wayne Rooney shirt right now. Right. I love Wayne Rooney. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to. He's getting older. How old is he? 
I don't know. I don't know what his exact. We can age look that is. up. I'll right. find that out for you. Yeah, but he's but probably he's, about thirty. He's older. He's been in the league for a long time. Yeah. But you know what? He shows flash of brilliance in the games, and there are other times he should look a little tired. But I think him playing farther back now in midfield, I think, is a good thing. And last game alone, I mean, he set up Rashford's injury time goal with that unbelievable drive to the end line and crossing it. So he he, he still has it. I think he's still he's still a great captain. Um, you know, he's well, getting it's the end of his career. Is that what it is? I mean, yeah, yeah and he's still. But you bring in Pogba, you bring in Ibrahim, and probably other guys that I'm not. And you got Juan Mata over there. He's still the guy. He, he's still, still the guy, the guy man. and yeah. and you know what? He's still going to be the guy for probably at least two more years. Well, good luck this to year you. Uh, personally, any any uh, English club that has American sponsorship is okay with me. <laughs> okay, fine cars, fine club, greatest manager of all time, not Mourinho. <laughs> okay, so I'm with you, man. So good luck Thank to you. you. Falling from the grounds or the highest, the the the, the heights of the undefeated was was United, which leaves us with what. City and Chelsea, che- just City and Chelsea, yep. and uh, how how are they? Well, so City's four and zero now. Who's Chelsea at this weekend? I don't even they know. Play tomorrow, correct? Yeah, we'll tell you in a second. One of those crazy teams that seem to be going somehow under the radar. Chelsea. Ah, it's only a matter of time for the bubble burst. They're playing Swansea. Bob Steel. never put them under the radar, but I. But I'm, huh? Say something. They're winning. I picked them to win oh, you the did? league no, this year. The only guy uh, on this show, or any of the guests that came on. Yeah, but I guess with Guardiola... They're not going to win the league. With Guardiola, Mourinho, Austin Wenger, <laughs> his last season, once again, the air quotes, I guess he kind of falls a little by the wayside. Who's their coach? The Italian guy. Ancelotti, right? No, no it's not yeah. Ancelotti. It's, uh, who's the, uh, the Chelsea coach? He was the coach of the Italian national team. Matt oh, we looked this right. up before. We, the we point did. is, we don't know his name. That says something right there. <laughs> he's obviously low-key, at least in this league right now. My understanding is he's a little bit of a crazy person. So we, they'll, they'll be rising. But uh, City looked good. Aguero not playing. Didn't seem to lose much of a beat there. City is a... Uh, you know, with City... Once again, this is kind of like... So now, it's kind of like the old firm. You have a team that probably, if you look at the last five years, they've kind of eclipsed United... As far as their success in all different stages, right? Uh, I agree with that. Listen, I'm a Man U fan, but right now the top team in the league for me is Man City. Okay. Um, I I would put us in there top two or three. Um, You know, I I give Man City props. They won the game today fair and square. They They were a good team. And we talked about how you're a Celtic fan. And when Celtic and Ranger, and we had a lot of stuff. We had a guy that was on the show that would be, was so happy that Ranger had the financial issues. And whatever the criminality was, the bankruptcy, and they got relegated to four divisions. Which I know you could go down that far in Scotland, okay? But they did. They're on their way back. They're, are they up? Oh, uh, they're back. And, and Brandon Rogers is their is their manager right now from the EPL, hey, from Liverpool, the old Liverpool. So manager. when is the old firm? So the old firm is going to be back. Yep. He's back. And, and, and let me and, ask, uh, are you happy? Did you miss it the last oh, couple yeah. of years? Come on, right. let's face it. You're the Scottish Premier League. The, the rivalry is Rangers Celtic. I'm guessing Celtic probably, if I recall, they danced their way into the Champions League every year since Ranger went down. You know, the, the, the cream of the crop. Kilmarnock didn't, didn't knock them off or something. I like some of those, those guys. But the bottom line is, I would be happy that they're back because you have, you have the best or at least one of the top three rivalries with City, Man City, and, and, and United. Great to see them. Although City's kind of had the best of it, today was a great game. It was at, it was at it, Old Trafford. It was a great, was a game. great game. Compared to last year, the two, the two Manchester right. derbies last year were boring. Exactly. This was wide open. Exactly. This was a great game. 
And, and Man City scoring their first goal opened it up, I think, because up to that first goal, it was a little boring, that game. And, and I promise you, if these coaches stick around till Christmas, I'll remember all their names. Uh, Pep Guardiola, I remember when he was the head man at Barcelona. I will say, though, um, what was the, the play? Was it Bravo, the keeper, of Man who City. kind of blew that game? Yeah, that's a, that's, well, we had a goal scored, apparently. Uh, Arsenal. Southampton beating Arsenal. Arsenal. But, um, but yeah, you're right. I, I don't know why he started Bravo. I mean, you're the manager, you're, you're Pep, and you know what? You won the game, so that's great. But at the same time, you look at the game today. If you watched it, two or three times that he, he screwed up, it could have been goals. Well, well, is that Claudio Bravo, who used to be the goalie for Barcelona, I Bar- believe? Yes. So he knows and this they, guy. He, this say, is hasn't been guy. There in a, he hasn't been there in a week. Yeah, but so he, he's new. Right, and he's there. He's Pep's yeah. guy, guy, I think. But let, let's face you it, know. Joe Hart right now was, uh, I'm sure, excited in Torino watching Again. the game. Why, yeah. Joe Hart probably thought he was looking in the mirror. Yeah, because <laughs> let's face it, yeah. Joe Hart I'm not a big fan of, but Joe yeah. Hart would have had that ball at the beginning. He would have caught that ball in well, the air. Well, if you watch that play in slow motion, yeah, I understand that, and that's what the pundits will tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, he goes up for that ball. One of his own guys kind of bumps, runs into him, and he can't get his body over him to grasp the ball. It was like one of those 50-50 balls, and they're going to blame the keeper. But uh, I don't know if the keeper could have gotten to that the, ball or if he should have The keeper's got to blow through that player, whether it's your player or the other team. That's your ball on the 18. Okay. He's got to get that. And Joe Hart, I think, would have got that. I'm not a big Joe Hart fan, but I think he would have got that. Well, Joe Hart only misses ones that are in between the wickets, <laughs> so you probably... But, yeah, well, so Joe Hart landed where, by the way? Torino. Italy. That's yeah. Italy. Italy. Right. I know. We talk about, about Italy like it's Siberia, yeah. you know, but that's actually oh, a good... kind of is. Well, compared to the EPL, but Torino's a real club. I think Torino is in the Champions League, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they're not a nothing yeah. club, you know. The, the days of a, the two Milans ruling Italy yeah. um, are, are kind of gone. You know, oh, yeah. there's other teams. But, that, but you, you look know. at all the, all the different leagues, Hi. whether it be the Bundesliga, La Liga, or Italian League... EPL is by far the most physical and the most aggressive league there is competition-wise. I mean, you have any, any week you have a relegated team that can draw or beat another team, and there's a big drop-off in the other There's one or two teams in the other leagues, and they drop off. Old English Paul's got a shitty grin on. Yeah, yeah. Wait for <laughs> North London. Beautiful. You're losing, Paul. Up North London. We got Mark Wahlberg. Got go. That's got all go. you need. We have Mark Wahlberg. That's all you need to know, man. <laughs> All right. there, there, was a, there was a video I found with Mark Wahlberg at, at White Hart Lane trying on, having his Tottenham jersey on. It was great. Kind of ripping the gooters. It was great. Got to show it to you. It was good stuff. Very good stuff. Please so do. anyway, moving on. We're sitting here today. Bob, Bob, help us out here. Help bring some, us. Bring some order. Tell Alex, talk bring, about. bring yeah. some order to this, okay? Hey, I just... I, I mean, I got something to talk about. Going, going back to Joe Hart and Torino. How about an Englishman moving abroad? How often does that happen? Does Not anybody well. have any idea? Well, you know what? No, probably out a lot more than we think with the high-profile stuff. I'm sure it happens a lot because it's it's a top four or five league in the world. So I would assume that it happens more, especially with teams like Roma over the years. And uh, help me out here. Who are some of the other teams that buy a lot of play, uh, world-class players? Uh, Juventus, you know, so it's not, I don't think it's as weird as you think. All right. The, the national team goalie moving there from England may be a little bit of bigger of a story. Right. Joe Hart, it's kind of and, a national. And let's face it, he's, it's yeah. going to be a year probably tops. He'll be back. He won't like it that much. They don't speak English in Italy, that's for sure. With whom? Who do you think Joe Hart is back with next year, Bill? Uh, I, I think he'll be back in the EPL. Swansea City. 
It very well could be. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. Just picked a random team just, around oh, the table. So I thought you were just a Wales guy like Tom Jones. He, he's, a, he's a there good go. keeper above cool. average. He's a very good keeper that will What's catch do, somebody. What's cat? Yep. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, is, he, is he coming back to Man City? No, it's not happening. Yeah. The man put Pet grapes in his crotch to make his crotch look bigger. Tom Jones. Just a little Wales knowledge. Sorry about that. I appreciate okay. that, Eric. Good. That's good stuff. I don't know firsthand. He's a little too old even for me. But that's what I heard. All right. Sounds good. Girls will like jump on his lap. Also, like grape juice will come through his white pants and stuff. Anything else you'd like to share with us? I'll let you know if something comes up. <laughs> and you know something will. Who, well, who's Matt, your team? My team is Tottenham Hotspur, man. My, my boy Matt's around here. I turned Bob. You know, that's why I, I make fun of Paul. That's why I got that Mark Wahlberg title put on the Tottenham jersey. So that's you think my you, team. You think you'll make top four? They did last. Yeah, I think they're going to win the Champions League, man. <laughs> Always. Where's that pool? I'm ready. Yeah, man. I'm that's pool. a homer there. Yeah, I'm a homer that's never <laughs> been there. So what are you? What is that? They are the Chicago Cubs of the EPL. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely think, not. You cannot get away with saying that. Why not? When's the, they never win anything. They're always yeah, a but, lovable team. But not to many, the underdog in Chicago. They are not. They are not the underdog team any longer. They're building. Well, that's why I picked them. They're building a brand new stadium that's going to host an NFL team. They've been top five each of the last how many years? They're in the Champions League now. Maybe this is the year for the Cubs, so maybe there's that corollary. But I, I think Tottenham's a little bit of a, a bigger fish than you're giving them credit for. No, I think they're going to finish top four at pick, and also you know this week they just announced with their new stadium coming in. They're going to host an NFL game and a uh, EPL game the same day. Apparently, very cool. We, we've talked. I about hope this the EPL a- game comes first. We've, we've, we've <laughs> talked. We've talked about this a lot, and you know they're really ahead of the curve. Thank you, sir. They're they're ahead of the curve. You know, and joining up with the with the NFL, brilliant. I, I don't understand how they got that. Well, will they play position. on the same turf when these two games. They, are they're going to the roll day. out. They're going to have the football turf that's going to be rolled out yeah. on top of so the. So it's going to be real grass, though. Is the oh football yeah, game yeah. Be, All right, I got you. Well, yeah. the football game the, is not going to be. I know the soccer players or the football players. Sorry, they're they're a little antsy about. It's going to be real enough. I don't know if you can really game, smoke right? it, but it'll be real okay. enough. It's going it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, without a doubt. But the point is, they're going to. I think the bigger plan is there's going to be, and I hate to say this because it just sounds like I'm a spaceman, which I have in some ways. No, but what I'm saying is you might think that I'm in outer space, but I believe there's going to be an NFL team playing there. I really do. I think it's time. I'm shocked that it's – I'm surprised there's no not way. a team Bob in Mexico. No way. Why, Why do you Bob? say that? No, Bob? I say yes way. No, no, I, I, I think you're Maybe absolutely – Tottenham, but it's going to happen. I mean, England. Roger Goodell has said as much. That's what he wants. He wants to grow the game. And we all know Roger Goodell is a credible man of his word, so, you know, <laughs> that's all you need to know. But anyway, but the point is, why Tottenham? From a, why would it be Tottenham? If there's dollar though? signs Think attached it. to it, you can trust every word he says, which is the issue. Good point. Why would, you, why would it be Tottenham, though? Why Tottenham? Why not Manchester United? Well, there was... They already have American ties around. I, I, you know, it's, it's a two-way street, right? Yeah, but Perhaps Tot- Old Trafford yeah. didn't want anything to do with the NFL team in their stadium. Let's face it. Maybe Old Trafford's all about football, not soccer. We'll say football in this league. Right. Yeah. Or Tottenham. Yeah. They're building that incredible stadium. It's right. going to be a great stadium. But Maybe slightly more progressive in the ownership. They're getting rid of Old Trafford? They're not getting rid of no. No, no, he's no, talking no, about no. Tottenham. Oh, I didn't no. think Old Trafford Tottenham was Tottenham is building like, an okay. incredible was Yeah, deep. Eric, didn't you hear the news? New Trafford's coming up really soon. <laughs> if they the built one, you stadium. think they'd call it New Trafford? That would be great, wouldn't it? Anyway, but um, I, I just don't, you know, it's funny, but a team that has, you know, all kidding aside, that has an American car on their kit. 
Well, that's relatively new. They're about money. You don't see a Jaguar logo on their on their on their. No, there's a reason they can afford Pogba that much money because guess what? There's a few teams in the world that can do that. And he's already probably made up the sales and the sales shirts. That's right. Think you, about this. You look this. like a little itch. You want to get on the air, don't you? You want to be on the air? Okay. Someone has to do it. I'm sick of it. You want you? <laughs> we'll let you do it. I'll make. I'll make one last. Is one one last. Is this your kid? This is my daughter. Oh, my youngest, sweet. Reagan. Look, we're twins. She's eleven. Okay. She plays soccer. All right. Buckingham United. All right. Buckingham yep. United. Hey, uh, they're the feeder club for Manchester United. My, uh, I'm the assistant good. coach. My wife's the head coach. So they no, got a good, good for we you. got our first What's game tomorrow. Reagan Griffin. Reagan Griffin. Let me guess. Irish descent? Yes. So we got this. So this is your, this is your daughter. It's my youngest. And she's a, she's a play. What position do you play? I'll let her talk. She doesn't seem too shy. Yeah, I am famous for the National World Cup. What does that mean exactly, Reagan, the National World Cup? It means that I am famous and very rich. Famous and rich. Well, I'm sure your dad's very happy to hear that, especially the rich part, I'm sure. But um, let, me ask, let me ask you this. How old are you? I got a 12-year-old. Why, what? I got a 12-year-old, okay, and she's a singer. She's not an athlete, okay? But she doesn't, she's not as good on the radio as you are. You may have a future. In this, oh. in this field. I don't, but you may have a future in this profession. Yeah, I have okay? a future. Right. <laughs> She's great. So you're, let me guess, sixth grade? Yes. How did, what school? Gaiman Elementary. Oh, the famous, oh, it's a famous school. Great football team there. You play for the, their team or just Buckingham? Buckingham. Do they, they don't have elementary school teams, do they? Yeah. They do. They, they do. They don't. No. Okay. What's your middle school that you go to? Um... You should know this. There's going to be a quiz after the show. Yeah, okay. I know. All right. What's it, what's it? And there's your mom. Well, look at that. The whole family here. Yeah. Watching soccer at a bar at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good parenting going on yeah. there. Very nice. Yeah. I would do it too. My, my, my daughter doesn't drink light beer. She'd be here too. Okay. Are um, you in the National World Cup and very rich and famous? Me? Yeah. No. I'm not in that. The only national thing about me is my name is Nash. That's about it. After that, it's all done. So you okay? So let's think about this now. So you don't know what middle school you're going to. You got it now. Yeah. What high school were you? Tohegan. Ah, another world power. Who's your high school? That that's a hard question now. What high school do you go to? Central Bucks East. Ah, Central Bucks East. And Bob's clapping, so they must have a good football team. I'm guessing, right? Right, either that or a lacrosse team, right? Yeah. Or something. So listen, well, that's great. Well, what position do you play? You're a striker? Um, I play some goalie. And oh, wow. I was right. I was no, you don't. You play sweeper. Oh, a sweeper. Yeah. yeah, sweeper and defense. That's funny. My wife was a sweeper in uh, field hockey back in, back in high school, right? In Philadelphia, outside of Oh, Philadelphia. that's very strange. And the funny thing about my wife is, don't be a wise guy. Now, the funny thing about my, the funny thing about my wife is... She's not an athlete, but she's very clean. She's a clean she person. better be an athlete. So she's a sweeper. So I always thought it was funny that she played sweeper because she's always cleaning stuff. I thought ah. that was a funny thing. So anyway, do you like, do you like uh, English football? Yep. Who's your team? Oh, God, look. Look at that. What's your, what's your short save there, Reagan? Uh, Mackayam United. Oh, Manchester you just wear United. it for the game? She has so no choice. Yeah. 
That's okay. You know, everybody's got everybody's got a cross to bear. But I understand. You know, yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world. Look. I mean, I got a wife that cleans up after me 24-7. I understand the frustration here. Yeah. But anyway, Tottenham just scored. Whoa, look who it is. Uh, Everyone I don't is know who it is. Somebody scored, though, for sure. Uh, help me here. Yeah. That would have a, him. The son. Son scored. Well, he's obviously somebody's son. But, yeah, he, def- he definitely Black scored. Yeah. White. There you go. There's your team. You can change the Tottenham. They're the people's team. Yeah. Yeah. There are people still. Yeah. Goal! So that's a big goal. That's a big goal at Stoke for Tottenham going up one nothing. Oh wow, it's almost wow, it's almost halftime already. Bob, where's the time Ooh. going? You haven't talked yet. What's been going on yeah, on the show, man? Crazy. Have I been hogging the mic, man? I'm sorry. Okay. Here, I'm going to give you your mic back. Well, by the way, Reagan, so Reagan, thank you so much. Well, do you and you want to talk about something? Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Very good at soccer. I have good skills in soccer, and I am very famous. You really need somebody famous on this show, so that, that's a good thing. Did you join the American Out? Do you know what the American Outlaws are? Um, yeah, they are um, the red team. And they, I'll tell you what they are. You know, you know the United States soccer, right? You follow women's soccer at all? Do you? Yeah. Who's your favorite player? Solo. Good, very good character building person. Yes, that's a that's a that's a good one. But no, she's she's very good, very good goalkeeper. Better than Rapino. Yeah, Rapino. Yeah, yeah, that Rapino. We'll we'll get to that later, I'm sure. So anyway, the, what the American Outlaws are? They're like the uh, fan club. Oh, okay. For the team. So what you should do is maybe we're trying we're trying to get a Doylestown chapter. They have a Philadelphia chapter. We want to be a Doylestown chapter that's going to meet right here. In, in Villa Capri. Okay. So you could maybe you could spread the word because you know I'm sure there's a lot of kids that want to come hang out here and drink at eight o'clock in the morning from your yeah, middle school and your high school. No, but anyway, it's all fun. But something you should join to become part of a uh, part of the American okay, Outlaws. Okay, I joined already. Right. Is that okay? Oh, you have to be 21. Um, so you gotta I get am, one of your friends to stand on your you shoulder. Up. I'll sign you up. Big code, okay? Um, well, I am like the three 30 stooges. years old. Okay. Well, eventually you'll get it. Yeah. You have to be 30. Wait, why is there? That's a, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't say thirty. I, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. There's discriminating against young people. Oh, because you would think, yeah, we might have a case coming up here. Maybe a, you know, I think everybody should be able to join. You're a soccer fan in America. That's a beautiful thing. You didn't turn off my mic, did you, Bob? I feel like I'm talking to myself. Okay. No, I can hear you. Good. Okay. So anyway, so maybe you nice, are talking to yourself. All kidding aside, you got a nice kid. Now my my kid sings. But sings what? She doesn't sing. She's a singer. That's We're what Griffith. she does. We don't sing. She's singing at she's singing at the event Probably tomorrow the on choice. Northampton days. You ever nice. hear of that? Yeah. It's like a, yeah, you know. What's she singing? She's singing a song. Uh, it's called the name of the song is called "Woe Is Me." It's from that Broadway show about. Something county spelling bee. Do you remember it? One of all kinds of uh, whatever the awards. Did she are get there. her voice from you? No. no. Cats is the no. is the musical. Actually, cats? I was in the district. Eight. No, not cats. <laughs> it's called the something <laughs> county spelling bee. Can't remember. But it was a big. It, it won. What, help me, Tonys. Is that what they win for the Broadway? Won Tony Awards. It was a big. Yeah, shot. it's a Tony. Couple, yeah, it's big a shot. Tony. But anyway, so yeah, that's it. She's gonna sing. So we're proud. So anybody. That's in Richborough tomorrow, about two thirty. Richborough Middle School. Uh, oh boy, and you're all to it. Be nice and cool. 
my my girl will be one of the twenty people. It's actually I hear it's very stiff competition, so it'll be interesting. How, how old is she? Bob Long will be there. She is uh, twelve. Twelve. Awesome. She just started seventh grade, so uh, it's a big, big, very big week for her. So you'll see next year, middle school. Big change. Big change. Oh, yeah. They stopped coddling the kids in Bucks County. That's a big wake-up call. It's like the bell goes off. Like they go off with Michael Tyson's head. Does she it's listen to the show, Eric? No. Your daughter? She doesn't no. even listen to me. Why would she listen to me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Typical she eliminates daughter. the middle man. She doesn't listen to me or the show. That would be that's called a daughter. Yes, it is. Wonderful. I love her, but hey, she's everything... Oh, you know, sugar and spice and everything nice and the rest she got from me. And now she uses it against me on a daily basis. So anyway, Bob, speaking of children, <laughs> how's your Bob. situation going, buddy? He's married. When's the next child I coming? I know. Right? When's the next kid come? By the way, oh, I was a quick gang up. Oh, uh, yeah. I wanted to comment on Bob. Like, he used to come in wearing, like, his Tottenham jersey and stuff. Right? And now he's all, look at him. He's looking like an old married man, doesn't You're he? all neutral now. He's all, he's, all, he's all GQ going on now. I like it. We, this is GQ? To me, it is. Well, you used to look like a Golf football. Shirt and you look like a shirt. guy watching soccer at 9 o'clock in the morning. Now you look like a married guy watching soccer, escaping his wife at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's a totally different different beast that you are now. Okay. Welcome to the club. Thank you. You will be the bear Thank that you, will Aaron. bite yourself out of, the, out, of the cl- out of the trap someday. But right now, you have a smile on your face, which is nice. <laughs> Very nice. So anyway, what do we got going on, Bob? Tell us. Do something. I'm out of th- I can't think of anything else <laughs> that's not ridiculous to say. You got to jump in here. You do, Alex. <laughs> Just a, a good haircut is not going to get you through life. You know, you're going to have to join <laughs> in here. Okay. <laughs> that was good. That was impressive, Eric. Thank you very Feel much. Feel free to take a breath. Even a, bli- take- even, a, even a blind squirrel gets an acorn yes. once in a while, man. Take okay. a breath. Drink what I can't believe after what I just heard is the the first and second sips of your beer. Um, can't believe that's <laughs> the case and. And let's uh, let's get back to business here. So Tottenham up one nil. What's that score up there with Arsenal? Still one one. We got one one. Oh, okay. Southampton tied it up. Nice. Early on here. Yeah, Southampton scored oh, first. Oh, they were cheering. I thought oh, that was yep, a tie yep. goal. Okay. But this is a Southampton team. Remember, came up from Championship a few years back. Had a really good run through the midst of was it? It was last year, was it not? that they had a chance to, or maybe it was the year prior that they were in that top three for a long period. It was the year prior. Um, but really have established themselves as a pretty good Premier League team. Uh, I've been impressed with what the Saints have been able to do up here. Certainly an overachieving team. But, but that's kind of what we were talking about. Oh, these teams come up, and they're very rarely are they pantyways. They can't hang and get bumped down. I mean, you get QPR kind of does that, bounces back and forth and whatnot. But for the most part, they, they hang. The hole went down, they came back up, gave you guys all you needed to, uh, a couple weeks back. And before we guys, Bob, I want to take the, the, the levity aside. I want to thank you, my friend. For? For helping me make one of my dreams come true. Okay? And you know what I'm, where I'm going with this. We were, I'm going to. Well, Bob, I and I, Bob and I have been out this, what, Bob, five, six years now? Yep. Right? And I've, you know, we've had, uh, it it was never quite complete, at least in my mind, because we were always kind of denied, I felt unfairly, like access to certain things with the professional team going on in Philadelphia, right? You know, Bob got in because Bob is just very professional and very good. He does things in the right way. And we got in. But so finally, Bob kind of hooked up for me and I'm going to PPL Park tonight. For the Union Montreal match, and I'm going to walk in with my head eye with a press pass in my hand. 
Good for you, man. And I'm really looking forward to that because even though I'm not a writer and, you know, maybe it's maybe it'll be a one-time deal, but it's gonna, it feels good. It feels like we really got over a hill there, and I want to thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been, we've been covering the team all year. You can see a lot of the articles I've written uh, from, from the access we've gotten from the, the post-game press conferences to the locker room and try to bring some of that material into our pieces that we write out there. And really excited to now give you that opportunity tonight, Eric. And I am going to write a piece. So God knows what this mic can create, given some time on a computer screen, okay? But I'm going to do it. So thank you, my friend. You're welcome. All kidding aside. You're welcome. You know, you did that for me. You got a wife. It's a big year for you, man. (laughs) It really is. I'm I'm very proud of you. Uh, I love being your straight man, I tell you. Someone's got to be. Someone has to be. Uh, Well, look, look, you know what? You kind of bought into that. You've always been my straight man. I tried to be. But not only are you my straight man, but you're also my right-hand man. I appreciate it. So, hey, Alex is my left-hand, so... So watch out. Yeah, so we're what am both, I going to do with my other? sitting on his left side, though. So yes. somebody's got to move, Bob, and I think that's you. Sounds good to me. Well, so, Bill. Oh, wait, wait, before Bill goes, I don't know if you're aware. You're, you're, I don't know if the teacher's dismissing you, but I want to ask you this. Give us your pick for the top four this year, because we did this a couple weeks back, and now you got a little more information. So I think you could uh, give us a very judicious accounting of what you think will happen this year. Top, top four. And start and with no number four. No, it has number, to be ordered. Well, I'll, I'll yeah. start with number four, Arsenal, only because they're always there. Okay, it, Arsenal. It's an easy bet. That's I have good, I have Tottenham bet. number three. Beautiful. Ahead of okay. Arsenal. That's I, a story. I have, and I hate to say this, I'm a Man U guy, but I have Man U number two. All right. All and right. I have Man City number one. No Chelsea. Poor Bill is. Wow. T- nah, Poor Chelsea's a flash in the pan. They're gonna, they're gonna die off. And no Leicester City, boy. And no. How Leicester. soon the mighty are forgotten. Well, you know what? Yeah. Leicester City was a great story last year. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was a great story. Great players. I just don't see them being top four this year. No, it's not going to happen. I do. Again. I think you, they you will. Do. Yes, I you do. You see them being top four. I don't see any reason why. Where are they? They at also right made now? a good signing in the window. I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to tell you who that is, but they made a good signing like last minute. They're and they kept Vardy. They kept they kept their team in pretty decent tact. They got the up and coming goalkeeper in the, in in the EPL. Don't write them off yet. I mean, you know, maybe they'll be a fifth place, sixth eight team, but they're a good team. I would write them up. I'm Tottenham. I'm not counting them out. I, I think Leicester City is going to be a top six. I believe it. I think last year them winning the league was a wake up call to the big teams, yeah. and I think they're going to be gunning for it. I I just think that the top four are going to be the big teams this well, year. Well, you got to when you, when you win the league, right? You you don't just come back and do nothing. Yeah, I think the players got a little something extra they're playing for there. Who did they really lose? They lost one goal goal scorer that they had. They lost one guy. I couldn't tell you. But I'm telling tell you, you they, 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 for, for a team that was not a big budget team, they kept most of their team intact. And the, book, the bookmakers are with you, Bill. They, they totally have dismissed Leicester from the get-go. How did they win it last year? Kill those bookies, and they, they still don't give them very much credit. Let, let, let's be real. Here's, here's what's great about the EPL. It doesn't mean you have the best team on paper. It's the best team that week. And that year, and Leicester City last year played as one team, one unit, they and did. they played the best. And, and their big key was keeping Vardy this year. And he's the key to that team. They didn't sneak up on people for 38 weeks, no. okay? They didn't, okay? They, people knew they were coming and they couldn't stop them. Yeah. They couldn't stop Vardy, Mars. They couldn't stop Mars. They couldn't stop these guys. They, they were a good team. Drink water, they were a very. 
Patrick. What, what a great English name that is, by the way. Oh, he's he's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I think when I, when you look at the English, and there's the sporting English public, and we know a lot of people that come here that are British. Uh, we you know we see a lot of uh, footage from from England and Britain. I think they're very slow on the change. They're not very reactionary, except when they want to can a coach or a manager. Then they get rid of them like yesterday. Yeah, you know, it was ama- it always amazed me when Mourinho kind of got booted out of Chelsea. They won they won the double six weeks into the next season, where they won the double, the FA Cup. I'm sorry, the Champions League and the F. Was it the? I think it was the. FA Cup in the Champions League they had won or, or the FA Cup in the league whatever it was the league to, and, the, and the EPL and they won it about six weeks and they were on in his head I'm like six weeks after being the best Chelsea team in 50 years probably they won him out well, that's and, English soccer right there and let's be real I wasn't a big Jose Mourinho fan after the whole Eva situation with the trainer but um, yeah, that he was is strange, wasn't it? It yeah. was strange, and I, I I side with her. But at the same time, he is the best thing for my club right now, and I think he's he's proven that already. Well, yeah, and is. I mean, just look in the off season. He had four targets. He got all four. That hasn't happened the last three years. And it's what you can do when you're when you're Josie Mourinho. And what other manager out there has a caliber to be the Manchester no. United you manager? You really think that Paul Pogba came to that to Manchester United? Not because of the money that they, the crazy money they offered him, and it was Jose Marino. I think it was the money. It's the money. It's the well, team. It's, it's the, the money. Manager. It's the money first. Let's be real. Yep. But I think I think Jose Marino, when he's your manager, brings in a lot of these players because let's face it, Man U is not a, a Champions League team this year, so they came for him. And, and another thing, you That's don't a good think, point, Bill. Yeah, good point. Eric, you don't think there's other teams offering Pogba that kind of money? Yeah. No. You think about it? No, I don't. You don't think a Manchester I think, yeah, City I think they overpaid, but I think they probably overpaid for a buyer opinion, or something like that. I don't know. There, I, I think, don't know. I don't think there was. Was there a bidding war going on, Bill? I don't well, remember. You don't know. I think there there may have been some behind the scenes yeah. things that we don't right. know about. I mean, you never you never know in these cases. It's all you don't I know. Mean, Such, look at look at the conjecture on conjecture. Yeah, look at the Haya situation last year. Right. I mean, he was gone until last minute. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I'm sure that was planned. So um, they know what they're doing. Well, they open up the checkbook for him. Uh, coming to Manchester United and playing at Old Trafford, one if not the biggest high-profile team in the world. Mourinho is good only because you're right. Without the Champions League stick going on, they need to keep the attention on them. Mourinho is a lightning rod for attention. So in a sense, yes. You're buying Mourinho for his warts as well. But he's interesting. He's never boring. Here's my philosophy. You got Mourinho for two or three years, and then we're going to bring in our real manager, Giggs. Uh, You You know what? That's a very good point. I like Giggs. I'm a Giggs fan. And I think he's going to be groomed, and I think he will be eventually he'll be the man you manage. Well, he left the team, didn't he? He's no longer on the manager. No, he, he left the team. Whatever, yeah. But you know what? That's to his benefit. Okay. He's going to get some experience. Where did he go? He's nothing. He's, no, yeah. he's, he's a rich, retired football yeah. player. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. No, but I mean, really. But there's a guy who obviously has got coaching in his In his, in his mirror, future, in yeah. His future so he's not. I'm surprised he's not going to be the, to the right of a rebate. That might be some kind of indication of what he thinks of Mourinho, to be honest with you. Let, 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 let's be real. When you hire Marino, you're you're hiring a two or three year coach. If 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 yeah. you know that that's what it has been. That's been his history. Oh, so yeah. you're going to get him on track, and then you turn it over to someone else. And with Champions League, 
and domestic yeah. league championships and FA Cups and all this good, beautiful yep. stuff that goes along with it. Absolutely. Pedigree is there. Uh, I think he gets a little more than he's really entitled to. Like, why is he any greater than Pep Guardiola? I mean, he's not really. I don't no, see. Right, I don't see right, him being greater. No, I, I, I still think Pep is up there above him. But Pepe's I mean, a Pepe's I, a low key guy, though. Yeah, he's a low key compared guy. Compared to But I think that yeah. kills Jose, and I think he will work hard to equal well, him. If you, you take a, a sign of respect, like the beginning of the game today, the two actually shook hands. I think, and and before they maybe. Hugged. They they hug. That's right. Yeah. And the Mourinho I know wouldn't have done that. I don't know. Well, about he's you guys. not. He hasn't turned into that. He hasn't changed into the evil Mourinho yet. Give him he's some time. time. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that ultimately, when you look at it, Mourinho, you're giving him his props for doing what every every coach and manager does after the game is shake hands. Well, and pat before the, guy the game, the I'm talking about that too. I yeah. mean. Pepe, I don't know. Pepe, he's giving Pep his props because uh, you remember they got a long history they together. That's right. They, you know they got Real Madrid and Barcelona history together, right? So, you know they got they got they got a lot of history. It, and I'll it's tell you what, be a good season. It, it is. I mean, I think the EPL definitely by picking up those two guys, and I will remember Pep's name by the end. I can't remember my own name after time. But the point my is, last uh, name. I think they. Yeah. Did, I think they did. Real, I, I think the EPL is definitely by bringing those two guys in. Definitely helped out. Now, why they're still not being, excuse me, sponsored is kind of weird to me. Why they're Barclays Premier? They're not the Barclays Premier. They're no longer the Premier Premier League. League. Maybe they don't need it. I like the new logo, and I don't think they need it. You know, they could always put like Carling Black Label Premier League. Is the NFL the Budweiser NFL or something? Is the MLB the the Budweiser MLB? No, they don't need it. You don't need it for a league. Never ever advertised. Uh, on the uniforms and stuff, you know that's never been their. Well, gig, before Barclays you know? came in, who was that? Who was the sponsor of the Premier League? Guinness, maybe. I don't Guinness? think there was one. I don't no. know, and that, maybe that was just a one-time thing. China it out, and it and didn't look, work out for them. It doesn't great, have to. It's a great league, and I was watching today and just thinking to myself, going to the to the Union game tonight. You know, I want to watch and see, try to compare to play. You know, I'm going to try to try to try to compare it. It doesn't but compare. There's no comparison. And you say that why? Like, why do you? I, say that? I, I'm a soccer guy, and I've been. I would love for American soccer football, if you want to call it that, to take off. But it's not. It can. You you go to a union game, and I love support my home team, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It, it is. It is like you hate to say it, it's. It's like high school soccer. It's long ball, straight ahead, physical speed. That's it. But you wouldn't expect like the Eastern League and the and baseball to be the same as Major League Baseball. No. You wouldn't. No. I mean the money is not there yet. No, the, the MLS, it will be there in the time. MLS is the minor league of soccer football. The soccer. biggest problem I've had with the MLS is they've tried to uh, create history. Tried to make history by announcing that they're making history. It doesn't work that way. You don't get a hundred years. You got to be that hundred years. Maybe you got to be that fifty years. You're not going to be fifteen years, you know. And now I think the, you know they realize maybe a little bit of their limitations. I think, you know. But the same, I mean, for for the 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 MLF for Garber to say a couple of years back, and Bob will remember that we're going to be as big as the EPL in three years. But I think we're at that three year point now. By the way, my friend, it's not happening. I mean, I was there at PPL Park. He did a, he did a speech at PPL Park uh, during a union like get together type of thing and he said that and it was ridiculous then it's still ridiculous and I bet he's going back on it 
But then again, maybe you got to talk big. Well, you have maybe to think that way. Maybe when you're done, you yeah. got to think and talk big. Right, right. Alex, yeah. you're a business guy. What, what do you? Think I try about to. That? I try to be a business guy. Oh, you think it that hasn't, that's I haven't launched that. off yet, but yeah. I mean, you have to think that way, and you have to say you're the best. You look at the biggest athletes that there are. Maybe um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here, but Michael, the Michael Jordans, the the whoever, the Peyton Mannings. Uh, there's another good one that I'm thinking about. Uh, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer. They they say they go out there every day, and they say as uh, Latin Ibrahimovic says this to uh, Ronaldo when he goes to practice, he says, you know. I'm the best. And that's all they think about. Even if they're not the best, just getting in that mindset, right? That, so for the is end that of, new, man? Is that new? It's not really new, but I'm just saying to justify... You don't think Babe Ruth said that? To he justify... Got, after he had a couple hot dogs and a couple no, beers, no, no, no. he came not out and he thought he, he was the he best. He thinks he's the yeah. best, but I'm just saying yeah. to justify the MLS saying that, for them to become the best, because the money's in America. The Amer- America has the economy, the infrastructure, whatever you want to think about. For them and to, our fan yeah. base doesn't know. Do you think we have an educated soccer fan base with the MLS? Or Not an uneducated all. soccer or somewhere in the middle. And the biggest hurdle is going to be changing the mindset of the population because it's not going to happen this generation is, and it's going to be a long-term thing that may or may not work out. It's a risky investment, and I don't know what to think about it at this point. But there's but nothing to say that in 20 years that we won't be saying, wow, Union's playing Montreal tonight. Big game, just like Tottenham and Stoke City, which is, you know, well, to me yeah, that's a big you deal. That. Yeah. You, you hope that. I do. You know, that's the goal. But at the same time, you look at the MLS, we are getting our best players who are retiring from the EPL and from the other world leagues. They're coming here to finish their careers because, let's face it, the money's here. That's all about the money, and they can finish out the careers here. There's a reason they're playing in their original leagues. The money's here. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, it's funny because all the the, uh, European soccer greats and even the South American that look down their noses at U.S. soccer. They don't mind coming here for the cash. Uh, we got New York. around with the money, LA, right? Chicago, yeah. They love the cash grab, don't they, Bob? They do like the cash grab. Every summer. I mean, basically, they do their summer vacations in Chicago, Illinois. You know, they're all out here playing these crazy. Does anybody care who wins the, the Guinness Cup or whatever it was called? You know, nope. nobody cares. Everybody's making money. Except Derek Dash. Call me. I'm a really good lawyer. Give me a call. <laughs> What's so the I, number? What number do we call? 1-800-DIAL-LAW. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number. Good. D-I-A-L-L-A-W. Could have sworn you just made that up. Could have absolutely sworn you just made it up. I give my, I give, I, I give my senior partner a lot of credit. That was a great phone number. That is Dial good. Dial-LAW. Dial-LAW. Yeah. yeah. Sell that if number. I only, yeah. If I could only put my face on a billboard... On 95, I'd get somewhere. Well, you, you know, can. But, you just need money, like yeah. you were saying. There's Anybody wants to put my face on the billboard, you can put your face and just call me you. It doesn't matter. If they call and ask for Eric Nash, I don't care whose face they're using. Okay? You go to the right place. Bob, you got a nice face. Can we use your face? Sure. Married, nice young married man. You look good. Very good. Thanks. I thought his face Your was haircut's not as good as his, no, I got to I'm say. sorry about that, Bob. Look how sharp he looks. with a little shave on the side. <laughs> I he try looks my good. best, yeah. I'm blind. I Alex has a shirt with white dots on it. I thought it was dangerous <laughs> at first. I was looking. I'm like, what's dripping? Were you a painter or something, Alex? There's like paint drops on your shirt. I don't no, know. I don't know. Meanwhile, I got like a like like little kid. Your man. shirts look very similar. Listen, all right, I'm going to do this now. We don't need to subject Bill to this to any longer. Okay. Let's let Bill go and have us just you know Thank talk you about our random stuff. Come. Absolutely. Bill, you're a good we appreciate sport. it. Your daughter's Real adorable. She's great. Shower, She's wonderful. I, I great just said on one thing. Yeah. It's been a great league this year. Go Man U. 
From your mouth to Sir Alex. All Alex's right. Ears, Take you know? care, Bill. Okay, baby. Good luck. All right, I, I love these guys because you know what I like about you know what I like about Bob? he's like an American EPL fan. Like he understands, he loves his team. Who but is? He's not going to go curse Manchester City oh, up Bill. and down. You know, like guys like like me and Paul. Paul started giving me the Arsenal stick one day with the Tottenham, and I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't live in North London. I don't care. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, you got the St. Tottenham's Day. I'm like, whatever, dude. Do you get off of work? I like. If you get off of work, St. Tottenham Day is okay with me. Oh, man, I love I love English Paul. Don't give English Paul. I love English Paul. No, I'm just saying that I don't care about I don't care about well, whether you wear your Arsenal shirt or not. I in North you. London, it's all, unfortunately, thanks to my wife, we'll never be in North London. That's another story for another There you day. go. Well, yeah. we'll let you guys hash that out, you and your wife, in this commercial break. But we'll be back on the other side. You're listening to Vuvu Soccer as we begin our transition into college football. 1-800-DIAL-LAW. <laughs> Remember, live it, learn it, love it. Speaking of transitions, we'll be back. Bye-bye. Robner, Allen Robner, Zimmerman, and Nash is a law firm specializing in workers' compensation, personal injury, domestic relations, any other legal matter affecting individuals' rights and freedoms. Eric Nash, host of Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show, is a named partner and has been helping injured individuals for nearly 22 years. Call 215-953-2720 for a free consultation. Most legal matters are handled on a percentage basis. Call 215-953-2720. That's 215-953-2720. The law firm of Rovner, Allen, Rovner, Zimmerman, and Nash. They get results. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models. Trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292 or C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. 
commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera, on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Turn your microphone on, Eric. It's not on. It's on now. <laughs> My <laughs> Lord. Welcome back, everybody. Okay. Hey, oh, you hey, yep. started? No, no yeah, we already lying. started. Lying. Okay, we're still here. It's still talking. the three of us, and we're still the Villa Capri. <laughs> How did that happen? Slippy trigger figure. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Eric? So I know you want to talk about women's soccer at this moment. No, I don't have no interest in women's nah, soccer. Keep going. But I do want to talk. Well, Megan Rapido. Uh, did the old, um, what would you call it? What would you call it? Is support of the idiot that, that, that wants to keep his football career going by Kaepernick, by Kaepernick. Kaepernick, by, by, by doing this thing. First of all, <laughs> what I'm going to say is I believe, first of all, this is not new. This is not new at all. What's not new? This stuff. This has been going on with athletes. As far as I Since can remember, one. Tommy Smith 
and the other uh, U.S. Uh, Olympian who did the Black Pride thing in the 1968 Olympics, okay, in Mexico City. I wasn't around for that. I wasn't. I was uh, four years old. But the point is, though, <laughs> it's big. But the point is, this is not a new thing. There's been many, many. Bob, you know this. You follow sports yes. a lot. Hasn't there been many athletes that have made stands such as this? I mean, it's always been a religious stand for the most part. You know, that, you know my religion doesn't. Mahmoud Abdur Rauf. Does that ring a bell to you, basketball player? Wish it did. I'm I wish it did. He, I'm guessing, by, but from his Muslim beliefs, he did not salute the flag. I'm guessing. Well, no, not that, but he changed his name to Mahmoud oh, Abdur yeah. Rauf. That's real old. Basketball player, correct? That's correct. Denver yep. Nuggets, maybe? He did play for the Nuggets, wow, absolutely. Pretty good, huh? What was his <laughs> name before? Before he had Chris his religious Jackson. experience, Chris Jackson. What about Chad Ochocinco? Was that religious? <laughs> <laughs> Was that motivated? <laughs> well, if Chad Ochocinco can call himself Chad, I guess my opinion, boys, I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Is I think Kaepernick is pro- well. Well, the thing about Kaepernick, I-, I believe he's a little bit of a lunkhead, and the, you know, reporters I've heard reporters say that he's not like necessarily the most cerebral fellow in the world. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's not necessarily sincere <laughs> in him doing this for any type of righteous reason. Of course, no. You know, my my opinion is that I guess that doesn't really matter. He has a right in this country. The people that have gone to war and fought and died for the right to do what he's doing right now, right or wrong. People seem to mix up with the apples and oranges situation. They try to mix. They mix up the fact that this fellow, uh, his right to make a statement. They mix up with the veracity and whether they believe in the statement, and that's really not the issue. You know, as long as you're not doing, as long as you're not doing any direct harm to another, you have a right to have an opinion. He has a right to sit on the bench, take a knee, stick his head in the toilet while they're doing the national anthem. That's his right. That's you don't what have Obama to like said. It. And you have a right. To, you have a right to hate him. You have a right to hate what he's doing because you feel that he's being uh, that he that he's not respecting our military and people that have died. And you have a right to believe that, but that's, to me, the big issue is your right, your freedom to express yourself peacefully. Okay. That's what I think. Here's my thought. Yeah. And I'll explain why I'm sort of putting it this way in a second. But Tottenham squared again, by the way. That's great. Very good. Uh, Kaepernick, right? Yeah. People that disagree with him say it's an injustice against the military, what he's doing. He's making a statement against the military. He says, no, I'm making a statement against social injustice to those that are being oppressed in the United States. I, for me personally, I, I, I have no issue whatsoever. I, I do not care. I don't agree with what he's doing, but I just I do not care. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is more important to me, Bob Long's life, than if I walked down Doylestown right now and asked any person what they would do during the national anthem. And whether they sat or stood, that would not affect my life in any way. It's a non-issue for me. It's a non-issue. Because he has a right to do what he wants. I mean, he can do that. Colin Kaepernick is nothing to... Who's they? The media. So don't listen to the media. Okay, but the point is they've made it an issue. I don't think it is an issue. I agree with you. It's a non-issue. People that never have heard of this guy now have these very strong opinions. Who cares? You walk down to a Philadelphia Phillies game and a guy up in section 413 doesn't stand up. Why does that matter any less than Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick is a nobody. Colin Kaepernick is a nobody. I I understand he's a professional football player. 
He's not a thinker. He's not a philosopher. He's a professional football player who went to the University of Nevada, and that's not to say anything about the University of Nevada. <laughs> a guy that University nobody, of Gambling. I like that. It's not place. Penn State. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, you know, a guy that should not register in the minds of people that are trying to have a philosophical conversation. And I hate that to be harsh. It's not to be harsh. But I would care exactly as much as what he thinks as if I were to walk out of Court Street, make a left, and ask the first person I saw what they would do during the national anthem. Sit Why or stand. Did they make and a the big fact deal. that we're talking okay. about it on this show today is very frustrating Why to me. was it the biggest thing that, that was on WIP in the last week? Because it, it was a slow news week. Well, Right, they were just breaking that's camp. No, they 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 changed, they changed their starting quarterback. Howard Iverson got inducted all faith. No, that and all came after. Media day, by the way, that all came after. Yeah, we're but talking last week. This is this last is a couple week's weeks news. ago. Do you think it was a slow media day? But why did the whole country jump? ESPN. I saw a whole show that was dedicated to yeah, it. Yeah, you know, day. because there's a lot there's a lot of momentum, especially in certain portions of the media. You can say whether it's liberal or otherwise, but there's a lot of agendas in the media right now. With regard to this, they're getting tons and tons of clicks with riots in Ferguson, with other protests. It's an and none of this stuff is year. good. It's an election year. None of this stuff is good. I don't doubt that whatsoever. But it is absolutely, to some extent, overblown. And you and follow the money. And it's the interest is the money, and that's what they follow. And listen, and that, right. this is not to say I, I need to get this in there, that there aren't things that can be improved in this country, because there absolutely are. But what you're seeing is a snowball effect, a positive feedback loop, as you will, where it never returns to the median, where instead every subsequent action builds upon what happened before, and that's what you're seeing across all forms, whether it's the media, whether it's ground, uh, you know, grassroots efforts to spread this message. And now you see Colin Kaepernick maybe make the most poignant thing for people that really, you know, have this tie to the military, and you should, it's great, but the National Anthem isn't just about the military, and it's certainly not just about Colin Kaepernick. Non-issue to me. And then the fact is, if, if in fact Colin Kaepernick put his money where his mouth is and actually donated a million dollars of his salary, well, now, then I give him credit. He, he I said him, that he is going to take the next step. I give him credit for so that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him yeah. give, him the, give him the benefit of the doubt on that and okay. hope that he does something. And think about percentages, Eric. A million dollars is what percentage of his net worth or, or his One salary? One thirteenth of his well, salary or something. Yeah. Uh, annual salary. It's a salary, lot of money. It's, it's a lot it's of a money. Fifth. I'm sorry. It's a lot 5%, of money. 5%. I bet Hillary's not giving a million dollars to any charity. She's given more than a million dollars to charity. Yeah, but she takes it out of her slush fund that she took from somebody else. That doesn't really count, does it? Anyway. So All point, right. Okay. The here point, we go. The point, here we go. The point <laughs> is but all that's getting, it's getting lost here. Don't, it's getting lost is the fact that I believe as a lawyer, as a citizen of this country, that he has a right to make a statement like this. Whether it's a statement, whether you recognize it as a statement or a non-statement, an issue or a non-issue, he has a right to do it. It doesn't matter what his beliefs are. They're his. And in this country, you're allowed to put them out there. And again, if no one reacted to it, if it was just one guy sitting at the end of the bench and no one said a word, nothing would be going and, on. And so not, blame the media. It's that, blame the people. I got you can fight. blame the media, but you just said blame the people. And the way I look at it, it discredits the actions of so many people that have sacrificed their lives. Again, so that's, getting to what, so that's not what he's now saying. Now you're getting though. to what he's saying. It's exactly what he's but saying. But now you're getting to his... 
freedom is such an important right in the USA. There's so many countries that don't have the sort of freedoms we do, what? and that's thanks to the loss of lives of and so he's many people arguing across from, the years. But he's arguing from the perspective of a black man he's using, that he doesn't have he's the He's using same. a symbol that's usually associated with freedom. There's usually. other ways that you can come about this and, and argue against his issues that, these issues that he's talking about without involving the flag. Because for the majority this? of the country, the flag is... Um, like I said, a symbol of freedom. I understand. And this I, is a Black Lives Matter issue, or, or whatever you want to say. It's, okay. it's a racial issue. It's whatever he's arguing. It is. It, it has nothing to do with the flag itself. Now, how does this? How does that? Him sitting on a bench for a one-minute period. How does that affect Alex Krasowski's life? It doesn't really. But it, it, it's a it's a it's a sign of respect, in my opinion. That's how Do I was brought up. Do you care? What I, and you're going to stand, and I'm going to stand, and Eric's is going to stand. Yeah. Do you care if a guy who you do not know personally, a guy who you've never paid attention to from a perspective of what his views are on the world, a guy, now I did watch him a lot at Nevada, but let's say you didn't watch him until he got to the NFL, and since then you saw him replace Alex Smith, play two mediocre years, and now he's a backup. Does that affect your life at all? Does that affect your res- own value respond? set? Yes respond? or no? You may respond. Uh, I'll tell you what, why I, why I care about it. As for young guys like you, I think it's important. It doesn't affect your life, but it shows you that a knucklehead like Colin Kaepernick can make a statement in freedom and not be repressed, uh, not, not be beaten for it, not be hurt for it, not be deported for it. I think that's the symbol of the country, not the flag. The fact that, you know, he's not yelling fire uh, in a crowded theater. He's not causing any direct injury to anybody. He's yeah. sitting on a bench. All he's doing is making a silent statement. And as you know, sometimes silent statements are much louder than statements that are made verbally. A gesture could be a very valuable thing. Tommy Smith, when he put up the Black Pride thing in the 68 Olympics, what was he doing? Did he have a right to do that during the national anthem? Sure he did. Same thing. To me, it's the same issue. He had the spotlight, Bob. I guess that's what it is. He had the spotlight, and he tried to use it to for support his own agenda. In this country, we allow you to do if that. If you choose not to pay attention to it, you don't need to pay attention to it. It's really simple to me. But when I'm fighting at school, at school, I'm sorry, when I'm fighting at work, we're fighting people. They're like, can you believe this guy? Here's the fight that I would get. One, here's exactly what I got back for you. One, he's half fight. He shouldn't be doing it. He's not even black. Okay, that's the one thing. Okay. Second thing was. I'll break that down for you in second, a sec. Yeah. And he was raised with a white folk. The point is, second thing is, he's collecting all this money from his country. Why is he dissing this country? I'll, None of this I'll break adds up to too. a hill of beans to me. He has a right to say it because he has a right under our Constitution for freedom of speech. That's it. Yes, all that. And remember, he never said, I, Colin Kaepernick, am being oppressed. The worst in this country right now. He is saying people of the black race are being oppressed. Whether you agree with it or not, that's what he said. He didn't say Colin Kaepernick is being oppressed. He didn't say Colin Kaepernick doesn't have the opportunity. But nobody saw that. Black nobody saw that. He said black You're Americans right. don't have the opportunity. If a white man of two white parents raised by a white family comes up and says the same thing, why should that be discredited? Yeah. I don't think it matters whether... He is half white, half black, it fully doesn't black. Matter it just doesn't. How much all. money he makes, that doesn't take away from someone's ability to evaluate oh. a situation. Now, again, whether I believe what he's saying or not, if it's that systemic of an issue, 
that is up. That that that's to each and every individual's opinion. But if right. you don't take it so damn personally, and you just think of it as a guy sitting on a bench for a one minute period, I think you make it a lot easier for yourself to move past the issue without without driving yourself nuts. It's all the curse and the scourge of political correctness in this country. People, you know, it's getting to the point where you cannot, no matter who you are, it's very hard to have a controversial opinion, even if it is your truthful, your own opinion, without hurting somebody somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Or drawing a line to where you're (laughs) stepping on somebody else's freedoms. Well, that's always been the case. I guess I've, I don't know, I guess I've always been of the opinion that I'm a relatively confident person in myself. I don't. I don't think cocky or egotistical or anything like that. But you know, I have a. I think a calmness about myself. I understand why I believe the things I do, and I've thought long and hard about them. So, if someone coming up with this opinion is not going to affect me. And I think, not that I'm the golden example of any kind, but I think if people started to think that way, we're at peace with their own thoughts and maybe that's the issue maybe no one's really at peace with their own thoughts and and there's a lot of questions in our society right now but if you're truly at peace with your own thoughts and understand how you came to those conclusions somebody else doing something on the west coast of the country that you've never met maybe doesn't affect you there used to be an old saying in this country that and a lot of military people would say like i don't agree with what whatever it was you're saying but I will fight to the death for your ability and right to say it. And that's what you're saying. You're basically, your erudite response to this was that he has a right to say it. Correct. And that's the end of the story. Yep. You don't like it, you can hate him. That's your right. To hate him and hate what he says. And to, and to um, figure out his meaning, the hidden meanings, any way you want. Because that's your right to be a free thinker, right? But he has a right to do it. And to say he does it, then you know what? We don't live in a military state like that, okay? We don't. That's not what our world, as I know it, and our country is based on. And I understand the flag. I respect it. I put my hand on my heart every time they do it. Many people don't put their hand on their heart when they do the statue, uh, the the uh, national anthem. I don't know why I do. I just do. I got I you. It's do. good. I like good. it. Now I, I, I'm done. I got my thoughts out there. Alex, you have a final thought before we go to break and take some uh, take some Penn State pit reaction. Uh, final thoughts. None. I'm just taking everything in. All right. This is no answer, soccer. Alex, so that's, that's, not a that's the thing. That's the problem with the argument. There's no winning answer because the Constitution well, protects answer, everybody's rights. Well, yeah. No doubt. If you want to live in a state, they are never, they're never going to abide by our Constitution and say that Colin, Cal- Colin, Cal- Colin Kaepernick could not do that. Ever. Never. That will never be something that a judicial body will come down to or a law will say. I mean, do you remember when they used to have the separation of church and state, which is also a big constitutional issue? I don't think I was around for that either. But they wouldn't let, because certain people, religiously, like Mormons or what's the, uh, in, in, in uh, LDS, Latter-day Saints, the yeah, same thing as the Mormons. Yeah, Latter-day, oh, they're the same people. Latter-day Saints, like the ones where they don't believe in the, in the, the Star Spangled, I mean, uh, the salute to the flag, they don't, sure. whatever. They didn't do it. That was okay. But then they made, ultimately, they had them stop doing it. In the schools, because it was the school almost delegating what you could do religiously well, that, that or also, not do. We, can, yeah. we won't get into it now, but it also has to, it, it's, it's uh, extremely dependent on the time period we're in right now. Uh, you're moving away from the, the World War One, the World War, World War Two eras where there's a lot of patriotism in the country. And in order to survive, you have to be patriotic. But right now, 
That's not necessarily the case. I don't think. You know, well, right, but I mean, there's never more patriotism than there was after World War II. That's what I'm saying. So you're okay, getting, sure you're we'll getting away from that sort of time period in you history. Think so? yeah. You think there's oh. less patriotism? Extremely, hundred no percent. Well, yeah. that's a sad thing, probably. Because we're not engaged in a big world war. There's, there's we're no, fighting the war against terrorism. That could be the end of the world. I mean, how many bigger is, is not, It doesn't involve the entirety of the planet killing each other left and right. I don't know about that, but okay. and I actually think there's yeah. a higher fear level that goes along with right now than yeah. World War II did because none of it was fought on the mainland. That's true. And the biggest problem is we don't, we don't. I mean, you look at it. The, the two candidates that are running now, whoever they are, the bottom line is their approval rating. Both of them. It's the lowest of any candidate ever. So the two people running, I mean, in 40, 50 years, the longer they've been doing that. How about Gary Johnson? You forgot the third candidate. But but whoever whoever goes with Gary Johnson (laughs) Uh, is just basically going to be helping out one or the other, too. Well, it depends who you ask. The point is, neither of those people really have the the balls to me to be president. I don't mean that's not a sexual thing. Or a women and man thing. <laughs> they don't have what it takes to guts. run this Physically, country. you're Just saying. Just say guts, then. Yeah. They don't have the guts to do it. They, <laughs> don't, right. they don't have the intestinal fortitude. Is it the time intellect. for the break? They, they don't know the, uh, the difference between right or wrong. Oh, uh, he's standing they up. Eric's standing up. They don't have up. the ethical, the ethical <laughs> background. The that's my favorite position. Uh, that's perfect. Four nothing Tottenham. Wow. All right. Hey, we have Matt here. The owner of this fine establishment. Hi, guys. What's going on? All right, let's give him. You can give him my couple mic minutes. Here. Uh, no, he's got Eric's. Oh, mic, he's got Bob. one. Eric, you want but, my mic? But here? Eric's a talker Eric, here. Oh uh, no, you don't. All right, welcome, Matt Villacapri, fifty-one West Court Street, Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Our fine host this weekend and many weekends throughout the wow. summer and fall. The oldest pizzeria in Doylestown and a great place to come grab a beer. And watch soccer all morning and afternoon long. So thanks for joining us today on the Thank radio. Thank you, guys. I always love having you We're, here. Matt, Matt is not here in a social capacity. He's a man on a mission. Matt and I are on a mission. <laughs> tell, me about our, tell me about our mission, Matthew. And this one is not mission impossible either. That, right. This one is very possible. Improbable but not impossible. <laughs> Go ahead. Just kidding. So Go we, ahead. We are looking yeah. to um, establish this American Outlaw chapter bar here at Villa. Villa Capri. So... How it works is we need to, and, and it's not a, a difficult task. I believe we have about half, we're about halfway there. Um, so what we need to do uh, as, a, as a chapter bar for the American Outlaws is just get 25 members registered and uh, through the American Outlaw chapter website. And they have to just go on. I think there's two crucial things they have to do. You go on their site. It's a $25 fee. You register at, under cities as Doylestown. And then you do need a PayPal account. I think those are the kind of the criteria. Not, not a big correct. deal. That's correct. But, I mean, easily uh, can pull off. I'm, I'm sure. I think Alex's ex-girlfriends will pretty much get us that 25 right there, man. <laughs> well, yeah, they, I could get you to 125 if there you, you wanted, go. Matt. But there what are go. the benefits of membership? Could you discuss so, those for us? Because I'm going to sign up when I get home today. Other than the chance to go see your ex-boyfriend, Alice Krastaski, <laughs> the wonderful but, ladies of, uh, of Warmerster, Pennsylvania. That, haircut, that haircut's a beaut. you got to give them credit for that. Well, yeah. i got to give you my barber's number, Eric. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'll give you, please. I like the guys with the poles that still like put the hot towel on you, but I, I'm a little old-fashioned. She's got a straight razor, so you got to watch out, Uh-oh. though. If she don't like you, you're dead. It's not like I've ever been up. Against, never been up against a state straight razor before, man. I don't see it. I really fact, don't I was, see it. 
I was in an alley this morning up against the straight. How about we go back to the benefits of, uh, back of to membership? What Look at Bob. So, yeah, I mean, the benefits are, you know, obviously, you know, you get to hang out with this awesome group yeah, here. Okay. And see some cool haircuts and yep. listen to uh, Eric Nash's humor. <laughs> with a bad haircut, but still I'm good dangerous, um, by the way. Aside from that, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, you know, you can only go down from there, right? I mean, it's, that is a good haircut, though. I mean, it really I, is I, great. All right, all seriousness, Eric. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so you got to the, put the, me in. Real the benefits are you, you just become part of, um, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, from a social, on a social level, I mean, you're, you're going to meet a bunch of, you know, people that have a great common interest in, in the love of the game. I think that's that's the one of the biggest things where they can come in and watch U.S. and support U.S. soccer, men's and women's. Um, if you're part of a, a networking group, you know, I, think, I know people are always looking to grow their business. I mean, what better uh, network group is there uh, than, a, than a soccer organization where you can come in and, you know, you can really um, have that common interest with somebody and just talk soccer and, and help grow your business? I mean, I think that's, that's also a, a great avenue. If you go to their site, I think there's some discounts, too, to the program. So if you're registered, I believe you get, like, uh, a discount to worldsoccer.com, like 10% off. Yeah, right. Um, right. There's discounts on programs, uh, you know. So if you buy package tickets to U.S. games, to hotels, to the actual tickets well, to the game. Well, that's what I was going to ask about. Uh, when the, when the Lincoln Financial Field is a huge venue for the U.S. the U.S. soccer program, right? And, and do you see future trips to the game? We do. We, we have one. At Villa. Yeah. Yes, we have one tentatively set up. Even though we're not an official chapter bar, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, right. I believe they're they're going to play. In Washington in October, oh, we excellent. could get that date. So we're, we're going to organize a bus trip from here to the stadium. Again, it's it's in the works right now, um, and uh, you know for the ticket price, maybe a package deal with food. Right. Excellent. Um, you know, Wonderful and again, you'll get a discount on the ticket. Maybe that offsets the ride to the the, the field, um, and it's a win-win for everybody. Right, and so to register for this, you go to theamericanoutlaws.com. That's correct? That's what you have on the flyer um, right here. I the believe so. Theamericanoutlaws.com. Yes. They'll ask you for your location or your city or something like that. Exactly. Say location would be others, city, Doylestown, and then PayPal account. And it's pretty straightforward. And then for the $25, again, it doesn't go to Villa. It goes to that soccer chapter right. um, organization, the American Outlaws. And then they give you a T-shirt. Um, you get a bandana and I believe uh, an American flag. So for the for the value of the, the the membership fee, you get that back. It's a lot. It is. It's yeah. great. You know. And and then if you notice, you know, next U.S. game from a from a bar perspective, all we need to do is play the game on TV at the bar with volume, and we do that normally. And and what I want to see is just more support for those games. I mean, as alongside, of, of course, it's going to be great for business, but we want to see people coming out. And really supporting U.S. soccer from a fan base, right? And hopefully, you, I don't know if they ahead, do. A gra- I, yeah. I don't know if they do a great job outside, like TV-wise and all, of really letting people understand when these games are. You know, because they're, they're midweek sometimes. That I mean, unless you're watching the right station that's carrying that game and you see it, like there was two games that went on. There was two international games that went on last week. There are. I mean, did anybody really know that the that one against Grenadines was one, and then Trinidad and Tobago? But well, I, I think part know. of the problem is you know it, it, they play on. You never know when. Well, maybe it's because they you don't know what channel they're playing on. Yeah. That's so the so part. part of the problem is you know you're you're watching. There's so many 
great soccer channels like BN, now NBC. Uh, there's this Univision. Well, do we ESPN. have BN here? Do you have BN Sports yes. here? Excellent. All right. Perfect. So, so there's so many different channels, and, you know, so as a fan, you're kind of jumping around from channel to channel, and you're not really picking up. Like NBC always, if you watch that channel regularly, whether you're watching the Olympics or, you know, they're always cross-promoting their other Sports, so yeah. you're not really seeing it on, you know, unless uh, unless USA Soccer was to really lock into one channel, maybe maybe you'd hear about it more on a popular soccer channel. I don't know. Perhaps the games are along like B, and I think they may have been. And let's face it, NBC is not going to be pushing the B in game. Well, Absolutely, and yeah, that's, that's another that's benefit about having yeah. the uh, the membership here at Villa Capri. If you don't have the channel, for example, you can always come here and watch it. You know, a place that you can go. For, uh, Absolutely. When, when US plays on BN Sports, I don't get that at home. And so I'm always right. mad or Univision. It's people inspired. don't. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just another incentive. You yeah, could and say we'll, to we're going to make here. it a priority. Again, we just um, switched over a, a, to a different cable channel, but we'll certainly make it more of a priority, um, knowing that we are a chapter bar, to, to make that accessible for fans that want to come in. Well, yeah, you can't get it out to Washington, D.C. Like you said, you may, might not be able to watch it on a specific channel that you have at home. And these channels are always changing, even when you have that cable network what i notice is like you get so familiar with that channel they sometimes switch that package on you so we're, we're going to really pay a lot of attention to it you know boost it on our social media and um you know and, and really grow this thing we're also going to tie in a, a band that's cool tied in with the games too which are um which is another idea that we thought about doing was bringing in uh you know like a house american outlaw band before games maybe at halftime, to support it as like a tailgate type event where this group comes in and, you know, they, they just add another dimension to it. We, we dress them up in red, white, right. blue. And, um, you know, any musicians out there that want to be a part of it and, and jump in on board with this, uh, this, this band, got some great musicians that are local. Um, you know, so if I, if I feel they're a good match to what we're doing, we, we bring them on as, you know, guest, guest musicians, and, and we just have a good time with it. And if you love music and soccer... We're, we're going to move know. it to the next level. That's yeah. what it, I mean, I think it's, it's a, to me, it's a no-brainer, Matt. Absolutely. Everything that we're selling, people want to buy. They want to buy the American Outlaws. is an easy thing, organization that people could join and get behind. U.S. soccer also. Absolutely. A, a good club to watch that stuff. A pub is very important. So it's not like it's all, you know, the music. I mean, it's not like... We're trying to get them to eat spinach or something or Brussels sprouts. I mean, this is not, it's like a no-brainer. I mean, really. You know? It is a no-brainer. Yeah. So we're going to work on that. Now, before we go, since we've advertised that we're going to talk a little Penn State. Oh, man. Pittsburgh. This is football. where Bob comes into play, isn't it? There's well, Bob, Bob Long has the unique perspective. I am a Penn State alumni. Bob is a Penn State alumni, but he also lived in Pittsburgh for, what, a year, Bob? At least so, a year, Right. Right. Two years. Right. Yep. So you have a very unique perspective is that you were there. Now, unfortunately, when you were involved on both ends of that, they didn't play each other because I don't think they played since back in yeah, the early 2000s. Maybe or something? No, oh, no, no. Back. Yeah, they played in okay, 2000, still I believe. 15, 16 years ago. Yep. So, you know, the bottom line is they're playing in Heinz Field. So give us a little, like, uh, preview of what's sure. going on yeah, today. Yeah, Penn State and Pitt will play today for the first time. In four straight years they will play, uh, including this year, so up to the year 2019. This at Heinz Field and then at Penn State next year. Uh, really, really exciting. It's, it's one of the best rivalries. Both teams were independent back in the day before Penn State joined the Big Ten, before Pitt joined the Big East and then subsequently the ACC. But 
here comes the rivalry back again. And you have an opportunity, I think, with these two programs to build the rivalry back up. I know there are questions about how long James Franklin will be the head coach at Penn State. Why is that an issue? Yeah. Well, he's, he struggled with, from the X's and O's sides of things. He's a very good recruiter. He came in after Bill O'Brien. Before that, obviously, was Joe Paterno. So, you know, there has been sustained success at Penn State. It's what's made it, in my opinion, a top 20 job. Uh, a lot of people want to get rid of James Franklin because they believe it's a, a top 10 job. And James, James Franklin, Franklin might not be a top dis- 10 coach. James, Fra- James Franklin weathered this horrible storm. Don't you think he should get well, some credit for this? Well, he did. He, he weathered the second half of the storm, and I think he can get a little bit of credit for that. I think James Franklin is a guy that needs to recruit the players in, bring the energy, but then let his coordinator do the job. Joe Moorhead just came in as the offensive coordinator from Fordham University. It's, it's an FCS program, but he did a very good job there. And I think we saw some good steps in week one against Kent State. On the defensive side, Penn State's always had a very good defense, and Franklin has relinquished most, if not all, those responsibilities. You'll remember last year, Eric, Franklin took over the play-calling responsibilities from John Donovan in the second half of that season. Donovan was subsequently uh, relieved of his duties. Franklin kept that team together. Uh, gave them. I think they've had winning seasons. Again, Bill O'Brien had two of them, remember. Franklin just right. the last two. Okay. But, so, but the, the, the point is, though, whatever, the point, whoever's going to be the coach, it's a wonderful thing. When I was at Penn State, okay, I mean, when I, when I was in my, my, my fraternity house, the guys from Pitt, and the game that was at Beaver Stadium, it was during the Thanksgiving weekend. They used to play that game on a Friday a lot of times, after Thanksgiving. Yep. Let me tell you something. They painted part of our fraternity house blue on the outside. It was a huge rivalry, and that was the big game, okay? Uh, so I have very fond memories, aside from that, of that going on. And, you know, it was a battle because of the Pittsburgh guys – the Western Pennsylvania guys and Eastern Pennsylvania guys, they never really saw eye to eye, you know? It's yeah. like the Midwest and the Northeastern point of view, you know what I mean? Right. So and I it was g- a great rivalry within the school and also as independents, like you said. Okay? And for why they got rid of it, was it's a terrible thing because they, and they were both top 20 programs as well. Well, again, then, what yeah. it comes down to is both teams join a conference. You now have eight games you have to play every year, right. leaving only four for non-conference. And so you want to bring in an FCS school or a low D1 school or two, pay them a lot of money so that you can bring in and have a game day at your venue. And, and that brings in millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. So you know, it's a little tougher to schedule these matchups. There's a rivalry with Temple as well, so there's one of the games that you're going to see never, every single never year. Never a very balanced rivalry, though. Never. Well, Temple football is almost a non-entity in this city. I mean, I got to say. Listen, if you, if you talk to me. Now they're bigger. If you talked to me 373 days ago, I would have agreed with you. But the game we saw last year was embarrassing to Penn State. Temple beat them by 17 points. And that, that was that. Yeah, but that's uh, your alma mater. That is my alma mater. And that, I, a plug out to Temple. We are going to feature those games also here at Villa. So we're going to do a little half price wing special during all Temple games. We will hang a flag outside of our building for Temple U. And. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're happy to do that. Can you give me a little, you know, tea for Temple U? Uh, I'll save that one for the American for Outlaws. U, <laughs> University. I, I, I can't finish it, but. Pretty much in a Good effort, beginning. though. Well, I can. Fight, fight, I fight for the cheer in the wood. I just chose not to. Inauspicious <laughs> beginning, by the way, for Temple this year. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Bad loss to Army. Yeah. You hear a lot of Temple fans after that game saying, oh, yeah, you know, 
the uh, the triple option, it's, it's really difficult to to pick up, and you know, it, there's a lot of moving pieces, and uh, they'll get back to it. Well, not many teams have had trouble with Army in the past couple of years, so while the system may be tough to figure out, Army hasn't been. I, I think it's a cause for concern for the club. It sure is, but you know, it's a it's a work in progress, like anything. Penn State's regrouping now, and how long is that coach over at Penn State been in the program yeah, now? Is, his, is I mean, his third year. It's his third year. So, I mean, like Eric said earlier, I mean, to, to be able to waver that storm, and, uh, you know, and, and to get to where you are now, uh, you know, it's quite an accomplishment. I mean, I think some of these programs and schools, you know, they, they're very quick to pull the trigger on some of these coaches. And, Way too quick. You know, look, you look at, um, and somebody brought up to me a while ago, like Krzyzewski from Duke. I don't know if it was you, Bob, but, I mean, he was in that yeah. program for, you know, 10 years before even, I don't know if it was a winning season or, you know, and then he ended up winning the NCAA. They were Duke. They were no non-entity in They basketball. were nobody. Nope. Right. 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 And nobody. then he turned it around and, and you know, and, and it all has to do with this person's character, you know, so I don't know if people are just above these coaches or just get turned over and there's just, it's just a kind of like a domino effect, but, you know, Krzyzewski, great, case in point. You with know, the Penn I mean, State he, thing, though, with the Penn State thing, Penn State Pitt, it's all about money versus tradition, of course, okay? Traditionally, when I was there, that was a big deal. It was a big deal 25, 30 years before I was there, okay? It was a big deal 10 years after I was there. But it was a very big deal. And that kind of tradition should not be lost. That's the kind of tradition the MLS would love to, to, to work on, you know, to feed upon. You know what I mean? Sure. You know? But to lose that, and I remember Syracuse also was a great... Yeah, uh, it was. To, and in Boston College, there was a lot of good rivalries that went on. Um, but the thing is, though, Pitt was in state. Pitt was a special thing. The Commonwealth Cup or whatever they called it. They had a, you know, actually a trophy that they can't remember what it was. And you remember Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh has lost two major rivalries, both to conference realignment. The first, just the joining of the conference. West Virginia. And the second, by the conference West Virginia, splitting. right? The second one is right. the backyard brawl. That's right. right, West Virginia. As they moved to the Big 12, West Virginia did, that is, and, and Pitt moved to the ACC. So that rivalry was gone as well. Uh, Pitt, not only did they lose their stadium off the campus and then their two biggest rival, that's, that's very difficult to engage a fan base. And I give Pat Narduzzi, the new coach of the, of the Pitt Panthers, a lot of credit. Guy that came you know, from an assistant position. He was like the hottest assistant three years ago. And now here he is coaching a Pitt program in a, a very winnable side of the the, the conference, you know, from the coastal division side of the ACC, you don't have Florida State, you don't have Clemson, you have North Carolina to deal with, which is a very good team. But besides that, you know, you can go represent that Alabama. side. They're not Alabama. I mean, they're not, you know. But no, yeah, yeah right. that's right. right. And they're not Clemson and Florida State. Right, so right. you can win that side of the division if you have a very good year. You know, I, I think Narduzzi's in a very good position to succeed with Pittsburgh. And I think we, we, before you really talk about the nuts and bolts of the football, I think you've got to give your props, and I'm going to give my props, being a fellow alumni, and Bob, you know, is to the fans. Because the fans really stood by this football. Would you agree? They did not let Penn State Penn football State die. They didn't let it. I mean... They got hit with all kinds of sanctions, weathered the storm, and the fans kept coming. And they weathered yeah, the storm, and they proved less, that, but well, it didn't matter because ultimately they're back where they were. You're still getting 95,000 right. fans every week. Ultimately, weekend, it's back where it was. It wasn't Joe Paterno. It wasn't Sandusky. It was Penn State. It was the university. It was the community. 
and and things happen. Things happen everywhere. I Horrible, heinous things that the school is paying for. But the wonderful school that Penn State is, and the wonderful tradition that Penn State football is, is going to live another 100, 200 years. Agreed. And that's what I think is, that's where I'm going to put my praise. And I hope Forget about Franklin and his exes and his whatever. That'll be another coach. But Penn State football will march on. Fair enough. That's what I think, yeah. Fair enough, my friend. Now, so is this game a, a, a considered a traditional game? Did it we is. Talk about that earlier? Yeah, yeah, they haven't played so in 16 years. So, okay. But it was a rivalry every year. Both teams were. So when I say independent, meaning that they weren't part of any conference, similar to Notre Dame and BYU, right now they don't play in a Correct. conference, so they have free reign to schedule all 12 regular season games, okay. and that gave them that flexibility. So they played every year, you know, for for dozens, you know, and, and, decades. And the, the reality of it was that it was it just wasn't possible to remain an independent. No, there was Notre Dame, Penn State. There was a few independents that were able to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, Penn State you know. didn't have that television contract that Notre Dame did. That's really the difference. Right. That's why they BYU has their own you know, smaller contract from the television side. If you don't have that and you want to be an independent and remain, you know, relevant it's very difficult so it wasn't penn state's fault or pitt's fault they were they were a victim of the times basically but it's good that like it somebody backtracked because it was like if the army it was almost i i, I can't say it was like the army navy game it was not like the but army it, navy dude, game. bob it was huge i know it was huge. it was a lot bigger than you know i'm telling you no are you, are you gonna tell me it's bigger than oklahoma texas I'm just as big i agree it i agree with okay. that okay but army navy's at a different level so well, that, and I and I think it, part of this, you know, issue is is you know these, these teams due to the systems are changing, you know you lose that sense and that's why I brought it up earlier. Is it a traditional, you know, rivalry type game because right. you know they're, they're jumping around. It's like these players, you know, you, you jump from team to team, free agencies. So unfortunately, the right things kind of get taken out of context in a way because you know they're they're bouncing from divisions and leagues and. Right. and for whatever reason, I, I, obviously it's the money, and, and you, you know, it's like anything else. You don't have that, that rivalry type thing as much as you did back in the day. Sure, you know. Yeah. And MLS, like you mentioned earlier, do they have that type of, you know, rivalry or tradition within teams? You know, I, I don't know why, but it, it's you know they don't seem to change the system. It just yeah. Just maybe it needs to develop a little bit more of something. I don't know. Well, I mean, what what heated up the Penn State pit rivalry was the fact that the people on the western side of the state, the big state of the western side, didn't really particularly like the people on the big side of the eastern side of the state. And it was a natural, and you met in the middle, and in our fraternity and everywhere, there was like a little like differences in Midwestern. And it made for a very, but then we all came together when we played Pitt. Pitt was still the bad guy. The guys in the West, the Penn State guys that were from Pittsburgh were still Penn State guys. So it was very interesting. So what know? do you think classifies a, uh, a rivalry or a tradition, if you were to put it in a definition? You know, like, like the, you know, you look at the, like, uh, Phillies-Mets, right? That's a, that's a rivalry, right? Is it something that, because they're in the same division and every time they play, there's a cultural difference? Uh, um, wow. You know, so, I, you know, I mean, we, I guess my point is, you know, people... Fans kind of throw that term around loosely, right. you know. Yes, they there's, do. They're just, you know, it's a tradition. Or I would well, say, I, I, I would beg say the as a Penn State guy, you know, when the schedule would come out, 
first thing you look at is where and when is that game. Is the Pitt-Penn State game. That was the first thing you looked at. Whether it was here, and I remember one year when I was up there being upset because it was the day after Thanksgiving and no one was around because they were home. And I remember thinking that really sucks. Then I realized that it kind of gave you a whole day to build around the game when you were home with your family. So it wasn't so bad. And by the way, Black Friday has subsequently become one of the best days in college football. They should bring the game back to that day. But I remember you can't. It's not with conference schedules. Well, I know that. It's but, always going to be. A but we've lost game. something traditionally, and I understand that it's money. But when you know, for us, the regular guys, we don't really care about that. We want to, but we want to be in a good conference. We want to be in a conference you that's going to get the playoff. You need to understand yeah. the monetary right. aspects of it. You yeah. really, I mean, you can't just put it aside. But look, they did it. The point is, how they do it for four years? How they? How did they? Arsenal just got a, got a PK to Dying Embers to beat Southampton, by the way. They were awarded a PK, so that's not great, but it is what it is. They snagged one at the end. Yes, they did. But, yeah, I, listen, it's great discussion on Penn State Pitt. So the line, let's finish with this, guys. The line started at four and a half, minus four and a half to Pittsburgh. So Penn State was getting points. Then that line pushed up to five and a half. And last I saw today came crashing down to three and a half. Penn State really given Went three points. points so in one game. Yeah, yeah wow. Pittsburgh favored by three and a half points. What say you, Eric Nash? You know what? I, I would say that it's probably pretty even game. You know, th- you know, three points of three points to Pitt would be an even game batting wise. It's an right. even game. So I, yeah, I'm good. I, I like that. I, I mean, I want Penn State to win, but I want it to be a good battle. I think part of the reason that the Penn State Pitt rivalry got bad is because the last, you know, eight to ten years of the rivalry, Penn State kind of really walloped them pretty good. You know, you started getting those forty-four to eight games and stuff. You know, and that hurt the interest in it. But when it was Tony Dorsett against John Capaletti and Dan Marino against yep. Todd Blackledge, it was some good stuff. Right. You know, I'm not maybe not the way you were mixed up, but you know, what I I'm understand. Saying. Yeah. Any That's thoughts, great. Matt? Well, you know, I'm going to thank you guys again for coming out and. Uh, check in with the, the, the Villa staff here and uh, the Arsenal crowd but I love having you guys come in of course the Tottenham crowd that is, is not that big today yeah, Matt, Matt might have went to the Matt's exits a, by now yeah, I, mean, I, I mean Tottenham's also winning what 4 nothing. a great game yeah. for them yeah, the Stoke fans um, left about 30 minutes ago I was watching them. Also, I, we get to, we're, we'll have the Penn State game on right that come, and then the Temple yeah. game as well yep. um, yeah. we'll keep the, the uh, EPL thing going yeah, and just let people know we're not just a, a soccer bar you know we actually just um, I also wanted to announce that we just won one of the best bar, sports bars in Bucks County. Man. Yeah, so, where's the sign? It's right over we need here. To put so, it on the internet. you know, it, it doesn't yeah. say soccer in there. It, it's really broad and, and it says uh, sports oh, bar. So, well, it's, but it's a big round ball. Yeah, so, so. We're, we are, uh, <laughs> you know, and I thank you guys. You're certainly part of this, man. Oh, I mean, it's it's not really, you know, we, we do a lot to, to it to get it where it is, but, you know, our, our customers and our fans that come in and help us with this is awesome. Well deserved, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, you know, and we're going to continue to, you know, do but like I guess to make a long story short, we are playing other sports, so we will have the football games on. The sound will probably be on for the soccer games, but we have some great TVs on um, for both Temple and and um, Penn State games. Are both at twelve? 
Temple two. I think yeah, I think you're right. No, actually, Temple's at one. They play Stony Brook down at the link. Okay, so one o'clock. They better win that game, man. They'll win it. They will win that game. Great. So we've got a patio beer garden that we're going to be featuring, rolling out some uh, TVs out there also, and um, you know, and I'm going to make you guys a great pizza. So. What are we in the mood for? We're also the home of the oldest pizzeria here in Doylestown. That's right. I always um, love, I love dropping to... that. It's a pizza connoisseur. I try yeah, to man. drop that every show. So we're going to make, uh, what, what do you like to, while we're on the subject of pizza, can I, can I bring you guys out of, what do you like, the Brooklyn or pepperoni? What do you like, Eric? I do a little Brooklyn I action. I got you. Can I get uh, a wet salad? salad? You, I can get you a salad. salad we also work. have salads. Salad too. Gluten-free Ooh, pizza. Dunphy? Wedge salad? Dunphy. <laughs> How about a... Yeah, I had a wet salad last night. I was out. Very good. How about Caesar, <laughs> Caesar, Caesar salad? Yeah, it works. Caesar salad. All right, Caesar. A little Brooklyn action. You like yeah. the Brooklyn or a regular? The Brooklyn. All right. We'll Alex wants Brooklyn. the Brooklyn. Sounds good. Plum, tomato, basil, mozzarella. My man. The- <laughs> Love it. But well, thank you again, guys. I, no, I appreciate you guys coming out. By the way, there's a great soccer game coming on in a half hour. Liverpool yeah. hosting Leicester City. That's not a bad That match, will be... Yeah. A lot of fun, no doubt about great. it. By the way, we've said, Matt, we, we want to know if we can get uh, your bartender on at some point soon. He is he's doing yeoman's work back there always, and Matt, you absolutely. know may, maybe next maybe next show or something. Okay, I, I will plan a seat. It does take uh, guys maybe two or three times to ask him and uh, to get him actually on, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll start today for what's well, by Christmas. That's a deal. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to count you know it out. Else, Alex that was going to get the beer <laughs> girl in. He couldn't get her on. You couldn't deliver. Which one are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we talking about the, Matt, the Carlsberg. Yeah, the Carlsberg. Yeah. Well, Carl's, Matt, Matthew, Matt, Matthew, as well as the Carlsberg representative. You yeah, have yeah, we need the Carlsberg girl. Yeah, that'll, sure. that'll help motivate this promotion a little Stop bit. Stop saying Carlsberg. I'm saying it on purpose. Do you? Okay, good. I was going to say, you want a sponsorship or not? I'm getting a sponsorship from Carlsbad, California right now, the vacation capital of the West Coast. Just so you know. It's all good. We love Carl. I I I actually sent Carlsberg out a text about the the show. We sent out a little flash text about, you know, what we're doing here today and uh, with a little link to your your network. So love having you guys on, man. Old-time radio. I think it's great. Thank you again. Pete's will be up in about 15. Bring thank it you. up. Bring it home here, okay, Eric. So thank you all. Enjoy Penn State, Pitt. Hope Penn State wins, but I'm glad to see them playing. Uh, Bob, you didn't make a prediction, did you? No, I did not, actually. I, I will pick, I'll pick Penn State as our, our friend our friend of Bob Long Sports, Mike Missinelli, would say. Outright. Penn State outright today. Really good out to live with that two and a half line. <laughs> right? Okay. Hey, it was five and a half yesterday, and it's only three and a half now. Outright. I right? love it. And I think Howard Eskin would say, or Mr. Nolly would say, that line's telling me something. Man. Yes, I don't sir. know exactly what. Yes, sir. Thank you, my man. Thank you, Alex. Anytime. Thank you, Bob. Excellent time. Bob, thank you for all the producing stuff. And I will see some of you, I hope, tonight. I'll wave to you from the uh, from the press box. And, uh, I'll look for you on TV, At Talent Energy Stadium. Enjoy it, my friend. You deserve it. Thank you.